Hello, my friends. Nick Libretti here for JR Cigars. Welcome to another fantastic edition of the Long Ash Podcast. Alongside me, great color commentator and man, can this man make a pierogi? The legendary... I don't know. I pulled that one out of my ass. I'm just not, relax. <laughs> okay? Do you I not would, like pierogies? No, I love them, but I would say something more Italian because, you know... Uh, what, what, we got to have culture wars now? Yeah. We got a problem? <laughs> uh, how you doing, Chris? What's up? How are you? I heard you didn't sleep that much this weekend. No, nah, that's what happens with babies, man. And that's why I don't have any. Nah. Well, mostly also because no one loves me. There we go. But uh, <laughs> very exciting episode today. Really cool collaboration we have going on. Set up entirely. I got to give credit to, to Secret Chris and his and his connections with the, uh, the cigar media landscape. Um, so we have special guests in the audience. Not in the audience. What the hell am I talking about? In know. the studio. Listen, it's a Monday. It's raining out. All, <laughs> all right. Uh, but we have the Cigar Guys podcast in studio right here. Yep. So I'm going to give them a chance to go on the table, introduce themselves, give a little quick backstory, you know, names and everything so we can put names to faces for the audience out there. So, guys, thank you very much for coming in. And let's uh, let's go around and, you know, icebreaker. That's what yes, icebreaker. icebreakers. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having us. So I'm Alex. Um, we have Mark and Zach here as well. But we are the Cigar Guys. We have a podcast on YouTube, all po- uh, audio platforms. TikTok is like our main thing. We'll get more into that later. And we have uh, a cigar brand as well we'll talk about later. So that's us. How's it going, guys? I'm Mark. Uh, we like to call ourselves uh, professional cigar smokers. <laughs> and uh, we stand by that. So, yep. Uh, and I'm Zach. Uh, I'm the certified aerospace engineer, just so they could put that title on the website, uh, <laughs> designed by an engineer. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty much all I explore, yeah. Yeah, 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 you know. Because, you know, they got mattresses designed by aerospace engineers now, so we figure we need a cigar that is, right. too. Uh, yeah. remember, what was the car that was uh, uh, Saab? I remember the big selling point for Saabs was, like, it was made by, like, jet engineers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a great one. Which, to be honest with you, doesn't mean too much, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's jet engineers that are like me that is, like, I got a degree at a community college for a jet, and then I got fired right away, yeah, <laughs> and right. now I go work for, you know, Ford. But, yeah, that's, so that's us. We're the Cigar Guys. Oh, yeah. Thank That's, you for having us on here. No, yeah, no, please. It's a, it's a pleasure. I'm glad Chris uh, set this up. Um, we, have a, uh, we haven't actually really done any kind of like co-media collaboration before. It's usually just manufacturers. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of members of the cigar media can be it's finicky. Understand. Like, it's yeah. tough. It's tough. You know, you get, uh, like, I love Coop and, like, Dojo, but they... They like to like talk a lot of trash, and I'm like, ah, guys, I can't, I can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> we got stuff to sell. Yeah. I can't, can't be talking trash about you know this brand or that brand. Right, we have to cut like half our act out then. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's gonna be heavily edited. All the t- all the time because like we'll be talking about like yeah after the fact you're like yeah uh, maybe not. Yeah. How many times I'll be like you gotta cut that. Oh like, yeah, just yeah. And, and while we're recording, cut it out. Yeah. Cut it out, yeah. So. But uh, no, but thank you guys so much for uh, so much for joining us. This is a real pleasure. So tell us a little bit about. Uh, well, first of all, you guys are definitely related. I know that from I know that from reading <laughs> yeah, your, yeah, I know that from sure reading from brothers. the website. But like, I could also tell you're definitely brothers. <laughs> yeah, how how do all of you guys meet? Like we're uh, for the podcast. I mean, once a week. But outside of that, I mean, three four days a week, like easily. And nice. you guys grew up yeah. together, or so? Uh, I mean, they did for sure. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. You know, so I, I've known Mark for uh, 24 years, almost 25. Um, you know, hated him ever since day one, but it is what it is. Now, uh, Alex and I actually met in high school. Uh, we had AP Gov together, and you know, it was right during election time. So you know, 
we both share the same views. So we were, you know, that's kind of how we started to get closer. And then when we graduated, um, he called me up. He's like, hey, do you want to go get a cigar? You know, and then we went to like our local cigar lounge. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Sure. So I've never smoked a cigar at that point. Right. Right. And I'm like, all right, well, I have the idea of it. I was looking up YouTube videos on the way there, you know, just to make sure <laughs> yeah. I'm not inhaling. Putting you know, the wrong whatever. end in did your you mouth. Did you know how yeah. to smoke? Like when you I were did at this point. So yeah, you were yeah, smoking yeah. for a while? Yeah. I mean, not only for probably like six months or something like that at this point. Yeah. Okay. So, you know. I, yeah, I mean, so we're he both, was probably still learning too. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we were both. I read know, chapter one. He didn't read any chapters. <laughs> yet. Did you even read the forward or not? No. I don't even know what the book is. <laughs> but uh but yeah so then we ended up getting super close uh we would you know go smoke cigars all the time and you know we had a joke with the guys that work over there at the cigar lounge where i'm like i'm like guys i don't smoke cigars i only smoke when alex smokes and they're like yeah but alex comes in every day to smoke and i'm like okay yeah, i guess i smoke cigars now you know you're a cigar smoker by proxy <laughs> yeah and then uh mark started hanging out with us too we got him into whiskey him into cigars, nice. and then you know we kind of just started building our group like that. Do you guys still go to the same lounge? Or yeah, 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 yeah nice. we do actually. Awesome. Yeah. So they've yeah. seen you grow. Oh yeah. Into what you you know what yeah. the Cigar Guys podcast is, and from when you guys first started guns, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. And we we've seen them grow too. You know, them change employees, or yeah. you know, uh, people move up in the company too, nice. which is really cool. Nice. What uh, what lounge is it? Uh, it's a. Uh, Corona Cigar Lounge. Oh, Corona. Yeah, right. yeah. So it's so the one in uh, Lake yeah. Mary. Yeah, the one okay. in Heathrow, yeah. All right, yeah. So Jeff, Jeff, uh, Bor- Borsowitz. Borsowitz, yeah. yeah. Very hard to pronounce that. Yeah, no, I was he's actually... A, he's okay. a, oh, no, 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 please. I talk too much, so you guys... You guys <laughs> no, he's the one that talks too much. I talk too much, too, so... We're going to get along great. No one's going to understand us, but we're going to get along great. Yeah, he actually just opened up a store in Sarasota. Uh, he had, he did a grand opening over there. Did Beautiful he? store. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He yeah. crushes the the brick and mortar retail game. Like, Absolutely. V- you know, very hard to find somebody who does it better. Casa de Monte Cristo. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but no, Jeff. How does, long has he been like in the like? I mean, I've known of Jeff in the since industry for I guess. for my basically my entire tenure. I've I've heard. It's of been at least twenty five years since yeah. he's been doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. yeah. yeah like he that. Uh, no the the Corona is what. Uh, like, and how they kind of handle their online operation is how I wish Jay, like they do like a lot of great exclusives. They had like a lot of great, they do work really well with Jura State. They have like the Jura State, uh, they, they have a Jura State lounge. Oh, nice. The, yeah. The, and he owns um, the, the sun grown fields in Florida where they grow like for the, the FSG, for, for the, the BF, 20 the acre farm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And, and yeah, so the FSG yeah, and the 20 acre farm, that's all his stuff. Awesome. But uh, that, that's awesome. And, and that's a cool like uh, lounge for you guys to like learn in because mm-hmm. It's well known. It's established. It's not just listen. I, I love a small mom and pop shop, but sometimes it's not the best place to like see all the new stuff, get that experience. That's a great uh, starting point. Yeah, for and they guys. have a huge selection too. So yeah. I mean, you can try anything from all the mouth cigars, to all the full body cigars. Have you um, have you guys ever to kind of segue? Have you guys done your podcast there ever? Or so uh, we've been talking about it. Um, we have to do it like. Well, we prefer to do it before they open, just because you know it gets really busy and we yeah. don't want to interrupt it. So we're talking to we're one of the managers over there about doing it. Yeah, right. that'd be get, awesome. But we've been, I mean, pretty much slammed with guests. So like our podcast, like we record and it's three weeks until we actually post it, just because right. of how many guests we've been having. That's on. that's where we're we're getting backed up a little bit yeah, in a good yeah, way. Yeah, in a really good way. Yeah. Um, I think that's always best when you when you like have a backlog of things instead of like scratching to get for content sure. and get uh, guests and whatnot. So yeah, let's let's get a little bit into your podcast. When did you guys start your podcast? Like, how did it come to be? Mm-hmm. How did you got? You know, it's different from from uh, like you know, I was hired here, 
and then we were just like, oh, we should start one. But we, you know, I didn't start one on our, uh, we didn't start one on our own. So what I yeah, guess we, what, we had the, the, not the, I guess the, the facility, we already have everything like built in. We had all yeah, the equipment. We've we done had other the, video series and stuff. It's, yeah. I think it's, you know, too. And I, you know, maybe I'm not doing my research a lot. I just know I follow you guys and I know that you guys are into, you know, independently mm-hmm. making your podcast. Yeah. So how is that to take the leap? Cause I've done that on my own for like different subjects and you don't know how it's, if it's going to hit or miss. Mm-hmm. So right. I'd love to hear like the origins of the cigar guys podcast. Yeah. So actually um, it all started when we actually wanted to make a cigar. We've always wanted to make a cigar, and then we kind of were thinking about doing it. But what we did is we actually started a TikTok account first. That was the first thing we did media-wise. So we're like, there's not really a big cigar presence on TikTok. Yeah. You know, at that time, this is about, you know, a year, almost two years ago now. So we started TikTok. We called ourselves the Cigar Guys. Surprise, the name wasn't taken. Like, we were looking into it. I was going to say, I'm yeah. like, you guys really lucked out. With we the, did, yeah. With the name like, we, could, we wanted to eventually do a podcast. Like, yeah. we had the general had the, idea. Yeah, you had the vision. Yeah. So we started TikTok. Cigar 101, and we really started making it with the the memes and the trends on TikTok. That was yeah. kind of what set us apart from a lot of the people on there because most of it was just, you know, this is a cigar, this is what it is, this is how you cut it, how you light it. Yeah. And we did some of that, but we wanted to kind of stand out yes. with the trends and the sounds and all that. Most of the guys I see on there, sorry, most of the guys I see on there are just, they're driving and they're smoking a cigar. Oh, and, yeah, and, yeah, we do. And I'm just like... <laughs> There's got to be more. Like yeah. there's just got to be more on yeah. the, on, on, on. There's got to be more to this. <laughs> uh, yeah, there has to be. Um, yeah. We so want to make it more like relatable. You know. Yeah. No, I think. Um, yeah, I love the memes you guys do. Um, and 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 it to transition from and it's not like to me it's not uh, tacky. Um, it's not. It's in. It's in good taste. But then, mm-hmm. uh, like you, you know, you're scrolling through your page. You do uh, like cigar one on one tips. You guys do clips of you know your pocket uh, your podcast. So it's like. It's not just that, right? You guys you're showing yeah. you're more versatile, but you're able to open up, you know, like, hey, guys, here's Cigar Guys podcast because we're like, we do some funny stuff, you know? So uh, who's like, whose idea was it to like, do I guess start with the memes? Was it just scrolling through TikTok and seeing it? And because I try to do it myself, I'm like, you guys are constantly doing. I'm always trying to feel like I'm playing catch up with you guys. Sometimes <laughs> I, I'll do one. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. That got like 1,100 views. And I'm like, shit, they popped out three since then, you know? <laughs> so what's like, how, you know, what's the creative process behind it? Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest with you. Uh, on my personal TikTok, you know, I, I try to stay off it. But obviously you get sucked in. So what I would do is scroll through and find trending like memes and stuff. Yeah. And I would just kind of try and think of a way to make it into a cigar meme. Yep. Right. Yep. So we started with the sounds, you know, uh, pop- we had a bunch of popular videos where you'd have a funny sound of a guy talking or whatever. And we just do a voiceover and turn it into like a cigar thing. Yeah. And then we started doing actual memes with the templates and stuff like that. But I would basically, yeah, just whatever is trending, I'd do that and I'd be like, okay, let's think about a way we can make it cigar related. Mark comes up with a bunch of great ideas too. They, I mean, yeah. both these guys, they come up with ideas. They see one, they're like, hey, you should try doing this. I mean, he's a jet yeah. engineer. I'm hoping he has something. Exactly, yes. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, it's it, usually before we actually we had the podcast when we were making memes and stuff, we would get together, you know, every Wednesday and we would just make TikTok videos and then we would come up with ideas, uh, throw some ideas out there. Hey, I heard this sound. You think we could tie it in? Um, and that was the way we were able to kind of like, really push into the whole meme, you know, cigar meme right. market on TikTok. Um, and then when we started the podcast, you know, we started meeting every Wednesday anyway to do the podcast. So it's like, we just talk about it all the time. Yeah, nice. And we uh, started the TikTok ideas. like um, in April of 2021. And then we started the, 
Yeah, the TikTok, and then we started the podcast this January. So we're only doing the podcast awesome. for you have like about, about eight months. 37, 38 Yeah, episodes. we just did thirty seven. So yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a sl- it's a slow climb for sure. We've yeah, well, t- TikTok is. We, it took us a while for the podcast to really get our um, yeah. groove, I guess you'd yeah. say, yeah, because yeah. it's tough. But it's tough because it's not um, it's not like a centralized thing where like YouTube like ties into Google. So if you're doing a YouTube video, with, like the right keywords mm-hmm. and everything. You can really, I mean, our our first YouTube page had like thirty eight thousand subscribers because yeah. like our top five, like top yeah. five lighters, like a video like that gets. Yeah, half I could. A million f- I didn't realize you guys got deleted because I tried looking for yeah. it. I couldn't find it. I was like, yeah. no way. Man. They got us. Yeah. They got us. Uh, they got us. I, bad. I don't know the timeline ever since like COVID happened. Really, like everything's a blur. But I think in like twenty twenty one we got like three strikes, mm-hmm. or twenty twenty two we got three strikes, and that wiped out like fifty thousand uh, subscribers. That was 10, ten yeah, years of crazy. my life. Yeah. <laughs> that was me yeah. from from basically twenty four years old then, to yeah. to thirty. But it's crazy too because I mean when I first started smoking cigars, I was eighteen. I actually watched a lot of your videos. Oh, so you're the guy. No, right. yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I use that joke all the time. <laughs> That's like my, my go to joke. But thank you. No, yeah, yeah. So I'd watch you know top five luxury cigars just to like see what's out there. So it's very cool. You know, I was telling the guys, I'm like, this is awesome, man. We're getting invited to JR cigars. Oh, look at like, us, I know Chris. These guys. Huh? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Only look at you. I'm still yeah. a newbie. Um, <laughs> You're not yeah, a newbie that, that, now. That's who I was watching on the way to Corona for my first time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we watched this fat guy. So yeah. see what he's got to say. There's the other guy. There's yeah. the other guy. Um, so yeah, t- TikTok. Like, thank God for like Chris and like Sydney and and uh, uh, Stevie Inks over there because like I spent a decade of my time on like Instagram and YouTube and like learning that and I. I don't have it anymore. Like I, I lost. Like I gotta learn because like, it's an entirely new system. Like whole I can't, different animal. I can't oh, yeah. learn. I don't know how to. Like we well, said. Like oh, we would hear this like great sound. I'm like I don't even know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, um, I invested too much of my. T- it's like when a guy built up a beautiful VHS collection. And I'm like, oh, you should try a DVD. And I'm like, <laughs> all this time. Like I look at all, look at all my collection. But no, Chris has done a phenomenal. Chris and his team has done a phenomenal job with our TikTok. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a very it's different a, it's, animal. It's a, yeah, it's a completely different animal. And I mean, the the way that you promote stuff on there is just like, it, it, it could be, all, it's all over the place, yeah. to be honest with you. You, you. And you really do have to follow trends on there, what people are liking and not liking. Um, and a lot of stuff is like, like people like like improv stuff almost. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? They want stupid you know, stuff too. Yeah, yeah they want yeah. that casual, you know, like, uh, I don't know, you walk into a room smoking a cigar and you say something, you know, stupid <laughs> right <laughs> like yeah I, but uh I, simple you know what i mean when we were meeting the other day you were alex was basically like we you know both of us like to like your team and ours like to shoot stuff on nice cameras but it's almost sometimes they're okay if it's filmed mm-hmm. like it's in the 1970s right. on, a, on a phone and they don't care as long as it's just funny right as long as it's just funny that's all that matters and it's it's it is true you know um it, it's it's crazy because you think you have one thing figured out and then it's like everything that you thought you knew is just wiped out completely. Yeah, by that. we would see like for like when we when you first started the TikTok and for like some of our top fives, he would like break down like each cigar I was talking about into like an individual little clip. And like one video would get like three hundred mm-hmm. views, and then this one would get like five hundred views, and then like a random one like a like a Fuente Hemingway simple clip is like oh this yeah. is great got like 11,000 yeah. and I'm like why like I couldn't tell you why that one well I'm gonna be honest too sometimes we don't even know yeah, yeah. it's just so random you know because it depends like maybe 10 people saw the video right away and they all liked it right and then TikTok's like okay we'll promote that yeah well, they grab that and kind of put it yeah. into the algorithm and but everything. the next one you post you know 
it might not be seen for like 30 minutes. So TikTok's like, oh, it's not a good video. Yeah. 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 We'll have videos that will put in a bunch of effort to do. They don't really get like, you know, 5,000 views. Yeah. And then we'll have a meme that we took like a minute to make. And uh, that'll get like 100,000 views, 1 million views. So it's Jeez, like crazy. So yeah, inst- Instagram, I knew like, I knew what the picture had to look like and like what brands in it. I'm like, this will get 500 likes, 1,000 likes, easy. But yeah, TikTok, like I said, it was it was like one random like Hemingway. It was just like, oh, it's a Fuente Hemingway. Like, you know, good cigar, but like old, you know, it's not like it's this new flashy thing. That one, and then what we did with Christian Aroa, like some random clip of like me and Christian, I guess, talking about the FDA. Yeah. Like, just took off. And I'm like, yeah. what the, like, who, do people want to listen? Like, this is the one that caught on. We got some funny shit on there, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's always like everything is hit or miss. Um, I, I thought the FDA clip would have would have hit because it, it was fresh in people's minds. Yeah. But then there's some times where you have like a, a Steve Saka on there and you think it would hit. And it, I guess, it right. Doesn't, so. I don't think Steve Saka's crowd is on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, you'd be thing, surprised. Yeah. There's oh, a, yeah, lot, yeah, a lot of yeah. people I follow are a lot older than I am. And I'm like, I didn't think you guys knew what the internet yeah, was. And Saka actually does have a pretty, uh, yeah. a younger, uh, demographic surprisingly yeah. for for being a funny old curmudgeon he does have a, a very young demographic uh what brands were you guys like first so i i, I know we're going to split between like the media talk and the cigar talk this is what I, this is this is, what, <laughs> this is what, what gets me up in the morning what, what what were like your introductory brands like what did you guys first start smoking so i smoke a lot of the soccer stuff because when i first got into it i really liked the boxes that i came <laughs> in so i just kept on getting it and then uh i switched to my father for a while and then uh, after that i just kind of Opened up and tried everything. Yeah. Okay, you guys are like, I forgot, you're like relatively. So, when did you guys start smoking? Like five years ago? Pretty much five, six years ago. Yeah. So, wow. I mean, my first cigar actually, uh, it's a funny story. One of my best friends, uh, their mom was like, Oh, you're 18 now. You got to smoke cigars. So, you have to smoke a Padron. It's a cool mom. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's a great mom. Right? <laughs> yeah. Real cool mom. But she's like, You only smoke Padron. Like, that's the best. And I, I don't know anything at the time. So, I'm like, All right, cool. So, I go in and get a 1926 Maduro for my very first cigar. I was smart though. I got the short one, yeah. So I was able to finish it, and I was okay. So I was smoking Padrones. Then when I started bringing Zach to the lounge, I was, we were smoking Davidoffs all the time. Yeah, we were. Yeah, we were because smoking. How did you guys afford this? At well, 18? we're eighteen with jobs, but we had no responsibilities. Okay, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So all our money was there going to nice yeah. cigars. Yeah, we both lived at home, and uh, our family owned restaurants, so it was free food all the time. And you know, it was just it was it was a perfect the perfect set yeah. of circumstances. It's the American dream, right there. Oh yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> now so, we have responsibilities. Yeah, so yeah, now yeah. I got rent, and so now I'm smoking a lot of bundles. Exactly, yeah. a lot of bundles. No, Padron, that's a hell of a of First a introduction. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys? How do I phrase this? Did you guys understand it? Because like my first cigar was a La Gloria Cubana Series R when okay. I when I was like 18 or 19. And like I knew that I liked it, but like I didn't understand yeah. what I liked about it. And mm-hmm. Padron is like very complex like nuance yeah. did you guys understand what was going on you're just like i just not enjoy this yeah. no i mean yeah like i think we were talking about this the other week like when you first start smoking cigars like you can't describe it but you just know it tastes good yeah, you're like I, yeah, yeah i don't know what that flavor profile yeah. is i don't know what that like you know there's always something in a cigar that draws you back in right right it's like you don't know how to describe it you know and yeah. you hear other people describing it so you're trying to put the words together and then you know over time i'd say probably over a six month year period 
we were starting to be able to like yeah. uh, taste individual flavors of it. Like, we're like, oh, this pepper, does taste uh, like cocoa. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. you're not getting to like the half wheel weeds of it. We're like, this tastes like a barn door on a yeah, summer's yeah. day. Yeah. Listen, I've had I've had a, some cigars that taste like that, you know, and they're just some no name stuff that someone yeah. gives you. You know what I mean? There, there is those random like really unique blends like the Twenty Acre Farm or uh, the Cedrus from uh, Southern Draw. Where it's like, all right, I hate to say this, but like, I do taste like almost like a pine. Full. Like, I don't want to say it because I sound douchey, but like, yes. I am getting that like pine well, yeah. forest. I always taste. say this. I this is like my fourth year going into smoking cigars consistently, and now I'm finally detecting flavor. Finally, in my in my opinion, I'm finally being able to pinpoint it. Before it was just like I went off base of like, you know, my stepdad would be like, "Here's a Monte Cristo white. You're supposed to like this." Okay. Smoke it, but you know, it's all right. Then you get, you know, I came here and I was starting to be more educated. And then I started to form my own opinion of what I liked and what I didn't like. But now I'm starting to really like get the flavors finally, which I'm like, huh, I belong, you know, <laughs> like when you yeah. start feeling like that. Chris, you, you know? always belong. Oh, thank you. <laughs> in a mental. No, I'm right along there with you, buddy. We're straight jackets to the end of time. Um, so, Padrones to Davidoff. So, now that you guys kind of are like a more. And I'm not going to say more educated now because obviously a very educated person smokes Padrona Davidoff. But now that you kind of have like the breadth of the industry at your disposal, where do you guys find yourselves leaning towards? Like, so, what are you what are you really enjoying these days? Um, to be honest with you, uh, Padron is still one of the ones the we best. enjoy. Yeah, you know, yeah. of course, a basis cigar we smoke them all the time. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would say Padrones. Um, yeah, Codwell. I would say yeah, we were definitely spend like. 10 to 15 bucks for like our average smokes. Yeah. My father's still a good one. Uh, Cobble is very good. Stuff like that. A lot of boutique brands yeah. we love. Yeah. You know, you know, and a lot of a Toa Fuente stuff. Yeah. Um, you yeah. like on the cheaper side, like we tell everyone like the curly head is like a great cheap stick yeah. to hand out to people. Yeah, the 858, like yeah. all, all those. You yeah. know, so it's like, uh, that, that's a really good like cheaper stick that we like to go to. You know, if, if you don't feel like spending a lot of money, you kind of just want to sit down for a little bit. Pick one up, whatever. Yeah. See, that's the difference in eras here. When I like when I was coming up in the industry, like an eight five eight, it was five bucks. That I'm not saying it was expensive, but it was like a like oh you you know what you're talking about. You got this you know, five dollars. Oh, you're doing well because we, we really were, dude $5? in two in 2010 there were still a lot oh, of cigars yeah. that would cost two or three bucks. Mm-hmm. Like a a lot of cigars would cost two or three bucks. Um, cigars that they still make now that cost. 11 or 12 just due to inflation or yeah. logistic whatever's they were like in my mind they're still like six seven dot like the the romeo bully was like a six dollar cigar really a popular one yeah yeah dude like a, 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 in 2010 a ten dollar cigar you better be putting something real special on the table a twenty dollar cigar really didn't exist the way it does now. Davidoff had theirs, but they only had a few places you can buy them. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there was always Cubans. But a 20-hour cigar like in a regular retail shop in 2010, it was made out of gold. It was some crazy thing. I just feel like anyone is willing really to pay. I, I, cigar smokers, I think, are willing to... What am I trying to say? They're willing to pay like 20, 30 bucks for like the oh, yeah. experience, right? Yeah. I think someone who's not... Um, an at like a avid cigar smoker, they're going to be like, eh, I don't want to spend twenty bucks. Yeah, on why the hell would you do that? Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> twenty bucks to smoke. This something is the, this is this is this is who you get, especially when I worked in retail. Is you get the new cigar smoker who's rich, 
because they don't care. Yeah. They're you know, like, listen, you got to smoke this, this Davidoff Winston Churchill. Like, this is, yeah. you want to be seen as like a guy. This is the one. And they're like, yeah, sure. Like, they don't, $18, $19 each. They don't care about that. That was my specialty. Was roping in rich idiots, <laughs> and I did it. I did it well. Well, you like know, us five years ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. When we thought we were rich, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, even even then, like when we first started smoking Davinoffs, like I used to love the late hour, you know, and I would get it for I think like eighteen, then it went up to twenty, twenty two, yeah. and I think now uh, at Corona they're twenty eight bucks. Yeah, yeah. Wow, so twenty eight dollars, and then we we went to the city uh, last night actually. And we went to what Soho Cigar Room. Soho Cigar Room is a cool yeah. spot. Awesome. Love yeah. that place. Really cool spot. Yeah, employees are super cool. Yeah. Bartender was super cool. Um, but yeah, they had the late hour over there for sixty five dollars. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I know like New York is taxed, you know, to hell. Uh, but even, with yeah, but I, I would I would think that, that would our go anywhere though. Right our our New York City store, uh, formerly Cigar Inn, now on Second uh, and Fifty Fourth. Uh, they get New York City taxes, but anytime that you're, especially in New York, when you add small elements to a place that make it like more of a vibe, they yeah. just automatically charge more for whatever's going yeah, on. Yeah, they put it in the product. Yeah. 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 So, oh, yeah. so I guarantee, like the late hour, I don't know exactly what it costs at our New York City store, but it's, I would guess it's somewhere in like the 30s. I would say it's probably like 32, yeah, so 33. That's closer to us. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we, we've seen, you know, we, to be honest with you, like we know Florida cigars are cheaper, right? So whenever we go to, uh, anywhere else, like, you know, New York, Jersey, wherever. Um, or even, like, sometimes I have to go to Kansas. Like, a late hour. I'm sorry. Uh, thank you. <laughs> no, I, I appreciate that. Thank you. Hey, Kansas oh my is... It's Kansas. It's Kansas. Good basketball. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they got stuff over there. Yeah. <laughs> so I went to Kansas. They had the best pizza, best barbecue, according to them now. Yeah. Uh, best food in general. Um, they told me best pizza. We went to this place called Minsky's. And yeah, it sounds like, like a real. <laughs> yeah, they, they told me it was definitely thin, your front thin for crust, like New York pizza, whatever. No, this thing. And then looked you had like, thin crust. I New York swear pizza, to God, yeah. I would rather go to Papa John's. Like, did you, that, you, did you guys get some pizza when you were in New York? Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Of course, we. I mean, we eat pizza all the time when we're over, over here, down there, anywhere. We got bagels this morning. Uh, <laughs> wait, where'd you get the bagels? Uh, Nyack bagels. Oh, okay, that's up there. Yeah, Nyack's had some good spots. Yeah. 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 A it's lot of Palisades, right? Yeah, yeah Palisades yeah. Mall, yeah, right there. Yeah, because yeah. that's where a lot of like the rich city, like people who work in the city, make a lot of money. They live mm-hmm. there because it's it's a little bit cheaper. Um, but I'm sorry, you were like you were traveling through Kansas and. But but yeah, so a late hour, you know, yeah, back <laughs> to like that. back to the late hour. So we're, we're used to seeing a late hour, right? If it's 28 in Florida, you know, over there we expect it to be anywhere, you know, max forty dollars. In Kansas? Know? Well, like, oh, no, or anywhere Kansas, else. New York, gotcha. you know, okay. like, right. Where they have like we taxes. expect that, that yes. jump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a curly head, I bought a box at uh, Dad's Cigars in Nanuet. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think the box is $140. Yeah, for uh, us in Florida, for it's us like, it's like 70, 70 bucks. bucks. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? So I mean, it's almost double. New York kills you with the tax. Yeah, yeah. New yeah. York really kills you. Yeah. Um, and that that's also... Like it's weird when you look at something like Opus that like people think of Opus as like you know this crazy expensive thing and it because but it's mostly because stores just like upcharge for it. Whenever mm-hmm. our stores get Opus, they're really actually pretty reasonable. You can get like a Perfection X for like seventeen, eighteen dollars. Mm-hmm. They're not crazy pricey, but because there's such a high demand for them, a retailer will get it at regular cost and then just like oh yeah, we're just gonna charge thirty bucks and we'll still sell out and like. Yeah. Two hours, um, but yeah, the New York City taxes. Yeah, it's wild. Vegas, Vegas. You guys been to Vegas? Yeah. You ever been to like Casa Fuente? I haven't, but I've heard they're crazy. It's crazy. It's yeah. not 
the it's worth it for the experience. It's like really cool. And if you have the money and you're like a big Fuente fan, they'll have some crazy shit in there that you've like never seen before. But I'm talking like an Ashton VSG is running you forty five dollars. Oh, that's the same. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah <laughs> like that's it's, a... it's crazy. Did you guys go to PCA this year? No, no, we almost did. Yeah. So since they were moving it to March, we were like, let's wait and then we'll go in March. Because, you know, it's yeah. only a few months away. We, yeah, we were going to rush it and try to go there, right. you know, just as like, you know, I mean, just as guess, you know. Yeah. I mean? uh, but, uh, yeah, we decided to wait, you know, until we could actually go. I'm yeah. telling you, it's better. It's better to wait. We had a chance to go like kind of last minute. And then we also found out they were doing it in March. And then we talked and I'm like, because I've, I've been to a few and this was going to be his first one. I'm like, dude. If we're gonna do this right, it's a ton of work. Mm-hmm. It's a ton. Oh, we, my last one, we did in three days, forty plus interviews. Yeah. Um, and then he has to like. I was on the tail end of that. Yeah. I was editing, uploading them. Yeah. So we, so we had because we nothing had to, got like, we like wanted to update in real time. Yeah. And so like yeah, we, he would, you know, Greg, who was our other videographer, would like go back to the hotel at like lunch. Yeah. And like Dropbox. 10 videos that he had to edit and post. Cause like if you, if you don't get it real time, you miss a little bit of it. Yeah. Um, so, but it is, uh, and you got to schedule with everybody because they, especially media, like they like talking to the media, but like they're there to make sales. Yeah. They're so swamped. they have a, you know, like their sales people, like their sales meetings are like primary. We luck out in the case of like, because we're a retailer, we get like, oh, we're going to schedule our sales meeting and then schedule an extra five minutes after that. So we get to, we get to kind of tag on to that. But just being a media outlet, like it's, it's tough out there, I'd imagine. Mm-hmm. Who's like the biggest guy you guys have gotten the chance to interview? Or like who, who was your, like your, your, in your mind, like your favorite interview? Like, like this was really cool. So far, yeah. I'll put it this way. Uh, our first like owner slash blender we had on was uh, Manolo from Casa 1910 Cigars. He was the first guy we had on. And then... I mean, we had um, Howie G Cigars. We had, um, who else did we have on? We've had quite a few people now recently. United. United Cigars. So we had Oliver Navad from... United is cool. Yeah, I yeah. Them a little bit. Um, favorite podcast? That's hard to say because they're all great guys. Yeah. I mean, we have guys come on our podcast, like, they're cool. And, they, and they'll stay like an hour afterwards and just talk Just hang us. out, yeah. That's so the best. every time we've had, you know, an owner or a blender, whoever come on, it's been a great time. Nice. Seriously, yeah. Yeah, uh, if, you guys, if you guys get the chance... Nick Malillo is, uh, yeah, he's yeah. the. Uh, That's I'll, definitely I would, on the roster. I would interview him any day, every week, yeah. every day. I would just talk to him. It's it's a fascinating, uh, it's a fascinating. And interview. actually, Foundation is one of our favorite cigars too. I mean, we were smoking oh, yeah, Tabernacle all the time. They're yeah, cr- him him and Steve. It's it's really cool to see, like uh, like the Drew Estate farm system. I call it like these guys who yeah. came out of Drew Estate and now. I mean, Drew is completely crushing it. Yeah, Drew. I mean, Drew. I think gained a little bit more juice back with the blackened, but they were running a little, run a little dry the past few years. And I think FDA stuff and Swisher, mm. but but Saka and Foundation every year certified bangers. Yeah. Like, I think the Underground Ten and then the blackened. The Underground Ten back. Did, did help a lot, um, a lot as well. People on our channel like the Nightshade. Like that's a yeah. popular one. I don't know. We got. Have you have you tried the Nightshade yet? Not yet. No. I think if we have, we can give them oh. some. If we if we have some. Nightshade's like our, our own brand. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, it's you know, it's really good. It was just before we kind of started taking like our private label launches like seriously. This was kind of just like done, and the cigar is fantastic, and it's like six bucks. Mm-hmm. But it like the box doesn't look great, and the band is it was it, it it looks like it's going to be a whatever brand, but then the cigar itself is like really really good. 
And I'm not just plugging that because it's our own brand. Yeah. There's, there's plenty of stuff that we sell here exclusively that I'm not a fan of. But that's a, that's certainly a good one. So piggyback. Yeah, you're on air right now. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's something I got to cut. If, they, if, they, if they were going to fire me, they would have. They had plenty of chances already. I dare them to fire to, me. To piggyback off Nick, you know, what was one of the coolest moments you guys have experienced so far? Not like in terms of you know, someone you may have interviewed is, has someone commented on either your videos or have seen you in public and like, holy, you know, what's been the coolest moment so far as cigar media now versus just going to a lounge and smoking. And- uh, I'd say this. Um, no, but uh, no, honestly, for sure. For sure. So Aim this is higher. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, but honestly, like this is kind of small and I, but to be honest, I thought it was kind of a big deal for us. Um, one of the bartenders at Corona, uh, she, you know, we love her. She's a great gal. She takes care of us real well, right? And she's sitting in her living room, and her boyfriend is, you know, sitting on the couch right next to her. And she tells us, I mean, uh, well, he's laughing over there. So uh, she's sitting over there, and she tells us a story, and she's like, yeah, I'm sitting down watching TV, and I hear, you know, I hear a laugh that I recognize, you know. And his, her boyfriend was on TikTok. He's like, I hear laughs I recognize. And she turns, and she's like, what are you watching right now? He's like, Oh, I'm watching the cigar guys. They're really funny. And then she's like, let me see it. And then it was Mark. <laughs> it was Mark laughing. So then she's like, I know them. Like, I serve them every day. And she's like, really? He's like, really? Oh, my God. I love them, you know. That's awesome. So, yeah, I mean. That, see, those are the cool moments. Yeah. Those are the really cool. Yeah. Uh, our, our coworker, Liz, I went to, like, some barbecue she had. And, like, her friend's boyfriend, like, went up to her, like, on the side and was like, is that Nick from JR? And she's like, yeah, how do you know? She's like, oh, I watch all his videos. It, it, it is like weird, but it is like, that's who you care about. It's yeah. like, I was like, I'm, I'm getting, somebody's enjoying the content. It's helping them, you know, it's informing their decision. So like that's, those are the, the cool mo. I, I yeah. would take that over, no, nah, I still would rather interview Carlito Fuente. But like, <laughs> it's close. Yeah, it's no, exactly. Close. I mean, I love when I hear people say like, oh, I see your TikToks or I see your podcasts. Like people we know or even people we don't know. They're like, yeah, I watched you guys' episode on this. I mean, I always love that stuff. Because I, I, yeah. you know, I know we're making good content then. Yeah, yeah and that's, that's you know, some people want to, like in this kind of content world, people just do it because they just want views and they want sponsorships. But people doing it because like, no, I want people to like enjoy, I'm not just doing it for an algorithm. I want people to enjoy yeah. and like understand what we're doing, have some fun with it, learn something. Um, and I think that really resonates with a lot of people. So, yeah. and, and I think you guys are doing a phenomenal job with it, truly. No, thank yeah. you, thank you, man. So we got to talk about this. Am yeah. I skipping ahead too much? Because no, like, I, just, been... I just want to say one thing. I, yeah. One thing I really do like about you guys is you kind of uh, how do I, I how I'm going to say it doesn't isn't how I mean it. You guys just don't seem to care, which is so cool because people care too much. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know if it's yeah. like like we Nick and I like I don't think we really care too much about things we may say that might ruffle some feathers, right? And I think that's kind of what and he, him more than me because I think he has the the ba- the the history and like the the years behind him to be like no like I'm gonna say this and I'm saying it because I know like I know I I can because I have facts right yeah you guys are doing this these this pieces of content that I feel like some people would be, like would you know lift their nose up at mm-hmm. it like oh that's we're above that but we're at the end of the day like it, it just that's the vibe I get from the cigar industry where some people think they're they're too cool. Mm-hmm. And then there's some people who are like, hey, we're just here because we just want to like, we like smoking cigars and we, and we like making content, right? Yeah, yeah. So I really do appreciate you guys like coming on, honestly, that for that reason. But I think we're just, I think that's pretty cool to see because I, I do think it, even in like, I, I act, I direct, and even in the film world, people 
act a little too serious. And I'm like, man, we're like, we got to make movies. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like just have fun with it. You know, I've never seen an industry quite like this where it's a combination of people who are like the most chill, relaxed. And then people who take themselves way too seriously. And you can yeah. always tell the people who take themselves way too seriously no are the seen. ones you haven't really heard of. Yeah. Right. Like, well, I think, and you're absolutely right. I mean, when we do this stuff, like we're, we're not uptight about it. We're not like, you know, but we like to be ourselves. You're serious ourselves. about it. Of you're course, serious about yeah. making the content, yeah. but you're, you're not. About the work. You're serious yeah, about the work. Yeah, you're serious about and the work. I think that's work. why we've hit it off with so many people in the industry too is because they sit down with us and they're like, oh, these guys are cool. They're not like trying to get something out of it or like right. they don't have like a, a, a goal that they're trying to hide from me. Like we're just hanging out. Yeah. You know, we like, we'd hang out with you guys off camera, whatever. Yeah. So that's just our personalities. That's who we are. There was no ego. Like I think no, when you yeah, talk to yeah. some people, you could tell there's ego. So then you guys see how you're going to navigate and manage around that. And there isn't. There's, so. a, there's a lot of influencers and he knows my feelings on this. So. Yeah. yeah. We definitely have experienced a few. Yeah. I mean, yeah. cause we, we never really wanted to be like, the cigar influencers, yeah. like that kind of crowd, yeah. you know, we just That's wanted to where he comes from too. I, I, yeah. I, you know, we do too. We don't, we just want to, we want to educate and form, but we also want to have a good time. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the focus should like, like you guys focus on like the fun content and then, you know, like on the podcast and like interesting topics. If you're just like on Instagram, like the focus should be on the product because like yeah. that that's in my, in my mind, like if you look at a majority of any pictures I ever post, it's just a cigar. Yeah. People who make it about themselves like i we always try to take like interviewing you guys or like interviewing the you know uh, nick Melillo. it's like we're spectators here mm -hmm. tell us your take yeah. tell right. us your thing this is not about like we're not i don't view us as equals i view right. us like no you guys are the spotlight because too tell like if you're watching this kind on. of content like you know no one cares about you yeah, or you specifically, oh, like you know, yeah, no. <laughs> but it's like you know, I want to learn something. You guys are cool. You guys are great. Yeah. But like, I still want to learn about the cigar or whatever right. the topic is, yeah. or Nick or whoever right. it is. Yeah. yeah also, yeah, I, I, please. Also, if you're not having fun, the viewers not having fun. No, exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. It's it's a it's a very delicate balancing act. But what's fun about it is like, unlike I think like acting or directing. It's like this, well, I guess acting and directing, there's definitely like a natural component, but you still have to like go to a school and like learn how to kind of handle this stuff. Most of the time, yes. Yeah, Something yeah. like this, being a good conversationalist and like having uh, a podcast or having a sh content that draws people in and is interesting, it's very like, like natural. Like it, yeah. it's, it's going to come to some people naturally and there's people who like work for years to try to build a thing and it just doesn't happen. So uh, it's, it's awesome to see that like you guys just have this like innate ability to just converse and and make compelling content. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's we grew up talking our whole lives in the restaurant. So it's like we would talk at cigar lounges all the time to random people. We yeah. would, you know, the cigar community is so cool. Yeah. You know, you you share everything with everyone. If I'm sitting here at a cigar lounge talking to you for an hour, you know, and I have an extra cigar and yours is out here, take this yeah. one. Yep. You know what I mean? Oh, you need a lighter? Here, light your cigar. You need a cutter? No problem. Um, That's what I love about going to these these like festivals and stuff, too. I remember I went down to Tampa, and I was like, yeah, I'm just a videographer for uh, JR Cigars. Robert Holt of Southern Draw, here's two. Yep. Arturo Fuente, here's two. And I'm never one to be like, hey, I work here, so get, you know. Give me but this. Nick's like, no, if yeah, you yeah. mention it, they're going to like give you a little bone, you yeah, know? Yeah. And that's, I don't know if you guys have experienced that yet or whatever, but in oh, terms yeah. of, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But in terms of going to the lounge, it's a, it's a, it's a great community. Yeah. You know, when I first heard Brotherhood of the Leaf, right? Sisterhood, BOTLs, -O SOTL. I was like, that's interesting because you don't ever hear that in any other. I don't hear, I, I don't know the whiskey. 
the the, the whiskey <laughs> world or like the drink worlds. I don't know if there's something like that. Uh, I, I'm not I big into whiskey anymore, but like yeah. I feel like I feel like there is. So like is Jim, right? who's who's one of our uh, one of our guys here, um, used to work at Famous and then uh, for Phillips and King. He's like big into the whiskey world, but there it's very similar where it's like. Like oh I I'll give you a sampling of it and like there's yeah. trades and everything that's that's one of my favorite aspects about the industry is like and I used to, I used to do it a lot on Reddit before Reddit just went crazy <laughs> uh, but like tra- it's, it's like hey I I have a bunch of Opus but I really want like uh uh the Wonderlust like yeah. I can't find any it's like oh I'll give you three of these and like it was a really cool a- and then someone always gave you like something a little extra it's like oh I threw in two of these. You know, late hours is like a little extra, extra something. It's a very generous community, yeah, for sure, for sure. So now we, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but yeah. Well, for, I'm gonna want to get up, up, leading into the cigar. So you guys are, you two are definitely Albanian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, whoa, 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 hold on. So what like, do you mean by I'm, that? I'm, I'm, I'm across, I'm across what the ocean in Italy. We're this, we're, we're the same. We're the same guys. The same guys. Great food, great culture, great beards. Um, honorary Albanian. Honorary Albanian. Okay. <laughs> no, we actually we brought him to uh, uh, his first Albanian wedding this weekend. Oh, I must have been off so, the hook. Oh yeah, four hundred fifty yeah. people. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, were huge you in weddings. The, were you guys, yeah, I was you, in, the wedding. in the wedding. Yeah. So you're finally sobering up now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, yeah. <laughs> I was like Zach, we're going on I, Monday. You got to get it together. Yeah. <laughs> well, I had to take a shot of Raki this morning, okay. which is like Albanian moonshine. You know. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it has to it has to yeah. settle you out. You know, you're drinking it all weekend. You need one more just to kind of yeah. You know, <laughs> go you back and go yeah. back into regular moonshine is scary. Albanian moonshine. It's, it's like actually a, really smooth. I'm guessing it's like yeah. is it like like Italian grappa is like a clear like just strong. Basically, yeah. yeah. So it's like grappa. Grappa is made with uh, the with grapes v- and yeah. the the vines, the vines yeah. of the grapes, right? So um, uh, raki is made with grapes, the actual fruit, or um, uh, like plums. plums. Yeah. So oh, plums okay. is like so usually it's a with sweeter. It. Yeah, it's, oh, it's, okay. it's more like a brandy, but oh, you know it's nice. still. I mean they. Make it to like you know 120 60, 70, proof, yeah. you know. Is that something you can proof. pair with a cigar? Uh, Actually, yeah, 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 you can. There's, there's <laughs> ways. Do you advise people to do it? Uh, if you're Albanian, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, it it is a very it's very smooth. Mm-hmm. It has a very particular flavor. Um, you can pair it with cigars. Uh, yeah. I actually I'm I know how to make it, and oh, nice. yeah, yeah, it's it, it's a fascinating process. And, you know, of course, you age it. You know, I've aged it in a small barrel. Oh, nice. You know, and then you drink it right after it's been aged for like a two weeks. It's staying in a charred barrel, and you could pair it fantastically. With the nice. I will say, too, at the wedding, we were actually allowed to smoke. So we were smoking oh, cigars, nice. and they had Raki there. So I was drinking Raki and smoking the cigar, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is great. Yeah. How's that good. pairing? What? <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? One eye closed. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? Yeah. Um, no, this dude, there's something about, like, that region of Europe, like, I guess you guys are technically like Eastern Europe, Eastern Europe yeah. but like m- closer to Italy and Greece than you are to like Russia. Like you, mm-hmm. in, ter- in terms of cult, we like to yeah. like make our like we bring the homeland back with us. We like to make exactly. our own stuff. Yeah. Like all my family, like I make my own wine. Uh, I have a cousin who like makes his own grappa, which I don't, like, oh, it's yeah. a whole process. Yeah, yeah. But I do like that that aspect of like bringing it back with you. There's no like British guy making fish and chips in his basement. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wouldn't eat that even if no, it was a, no. if, living room. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Were you were you two born over there? No. So uh, we were first generation born here in Florida. Well, we were born in Florida. Okay. But yeah, my parents, uh, you know, my whole family uh, immigrated from Kosovo because there was a war going on. Mm-hmm. 
uh, they actually went to Italy because Italy was accepting uh, migrants from there. And uh, from Italy, they went to Ellis Island. You know, so it was a bunch of Italians and Albanians that came in together. And of course, you know, they moved into the Bronx. Yep. You know, lived in the Bronx for a while. They'll go yeah. probably Bronx, yeah, Staten Island, and then Jersey eventually. Yeah. Stop including Staten Island. No, that's, I no, that's a ta- that's, I, know, I, know, I know. It's, it's always New York yeah. and Staten Island, I guess. And then his, uh, his wife's family is very Italian, very Staten Island, yeah. and they're awesome. Help me. <laughs> um, yeah, no. That's, that's. Albanians and Croatians are like all the best. Like if you go to like the really good Italian restaurants in the city now, all of the chefs are Croatians and Albanians. You know, I, I know, I know both you guys are Italian, correct? Yeah. yeah so I know I, I might offend you guys with this one, right, but Italians right. invented the food and Albanians, they perfected it. <laughs> no, I, no, listen, I, uh, we, I have a, uh, an old family friend, uh, Sinistaj, which I believe he's Croatian. And he has, has he has a restaurant in Bogota. Um, I think it's called Nico's. Some of the best Italian food I, I ever had. Like, has his own garden on top of the building, grows his own stuff. He makes, I call it Italian cream cheese and jelly. It's like a little piece of like toasted bread with like, uh, like an Italian goat cheese and then like a fig jam on it and then roasted tomatoes. Phenomenal. Yeah. But yeah, all the Cro- Croatians and, and Albanian, like they, they could cook, man. And we just have munchkins for you. Yeah, we got. Yeah, <laughs> you want to grab me one of those? Yeah. I didn't have breakfast this morning. <laughs> I got half a bagel in the car. You know? <laughs> so, um, so, so you said that your family's in the restaurant business. Like, what, what kind of food were you guys? Albanian? No. Oh. Italian. Did I call it or did I call it? You did. Um, so they started a restaurant. Did you guys work in the restaurant when you guys were a kid? I'm sure you did. I'm oh, sure they put you to work right they, away. They were forced to, yeah. Yeah, so uh, uh, my parents, when when they moved to New York, so they lived in New York until about, they were 20 years old in their 20s. Um, the youngest one was 18, the oldest one was 23, 24. And uh, they decided, they're like, you know what? New York's getting flooded with Italian restaurants, with pizzerias. Uh, you know, if we open one up, it's not going to do as well. You know, just because it's flooded. Right. You know what I mean? So um, they actually, they bit the bullet. They moved down to Florida. And that's where they opened up a place called Amici's. So there's an Amici's in, in Nyack, West Nyack, right next to the Palisades. And uh, my Uncle Frank ran that one for years. I mean, everyone knew him. Everyone went there for Italian food. It's a beautiful, it still looks the same as it did 30 years ago, that's to be best. honest with you. Yeah. yeah that's the best. Um, the owner now, you know, I think it's a Spanish guy that owns it now, you know, so it's like mm. over the years it's transferred owners. But um but yeah, so he actually shipped the same menu he had up here, shipped it down, plates shipped down. Uh anything that you know my right. dad and his brothers needed, he shipped down and they opened up an Amici's in uh Florida, and that's kind of where they start to get their name out. Then from Amici's, uh they kind of tweaked the recipes a little bit exactly how they wanted it. Uh, then they opened up a place called Giovanni's. And then from Giovanni's, they opened up, you know, uh, four lo- – well, we had four locations when they sold it. But a total – they've opened up like six, seven locations throughout the years, wow. just That's different awesome. places. That's crazy. Um, That's yeah, awesome. and it was just my dad and his two brothers. We grew up in the restaurant. I mean – my dad used to pay us a dollar, two dollars to open the door for people walking in. You know what I mean? And it was just like that's must have been good eating too. Oh yeah, yeah. you know, no I'm, peanut butter and jelly in that house. You guys were getting getting the real deal. I will let Mark talk a little bit about working there too, but you know, I remember my dad was pissed when I went to middle school because you know, in uh, middle school in Florida starts at like nine nine a.m. and you leave at four thirty p.m. So he's like, 
shoot, you're going to be late for work by the time you get, you know, you're going to, you're going to make it here four or five, yeah, five, Dad, I'm also 10. <laughs> so I, you know, I had to punch in. <laughs> yeah. Even when I was wrestling in high school, uh, I would have to work Friday night. So I'd be like, Hey dad, can I leave a little early? You know, I got to meet in the morning. He was always like, why, why do you want to leave early? Just work and yeah. then wake up. <laughs> Dude, that's that, that European, yeah. like that worker mentality. He's like, like, yeah, just like, you know, work until 11 and then you get up at 5 and yeah. go to your meet. Like, what's, what's wrong it's, with yeah. that? It's age, too. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. yeah it is. You know, different it is. generation. It is. But that's why we, we all lucked out because we, even if we don't have like our parents or grandparents level, we still have enough of that kind of like yeah. work ethic in us. These American kids, they don't know what the fuck nah. they're doing. They're, yeah, tell me about they're it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> These guys, man. Are you like they just never full, like, like no, so my Mayflower dad, family? Or? No, my dad, well, my mom's side, yeah. My dad oh, wow. is from Venezuela, so. Okay, you got yeah, that work yeah, ethic in Of course, yeah, from him. He, he's, he's, a, he's a worker. Yeah. You know, a lot of Italians in Venezuela. Venezuela and Argentina, a lot of Italians moved down there. My cousin had a trucking business in, uh, in Venezuela. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, a lot of Europeans were going to South America for, for 1940s. Yeah, for numerous reasons. <laughs> I wasn't working since I was 10, but when I turned 15, like that's when I got my first job. I was yeah. like, you know, yeah. I had some money. Yeah. It, and it's it's crazy now because I always like I see people who are like, you know, they have their jobs and they're like, they just they're not working hard at it. And they're like, oh, why am I not making money? It's like, dude, you're only working like 30 hours a week. I'm like, if this company closed down tomorrow, I would start working part time at, at like Quick Check. And within six months, I would be running six quick checks. Yeah. <laughs> because you go in there ethic, and, and, yeah. I, yeah, and you see like... But you never it, looked at it that Like when I worked in like Wendy's when I was younger, you never looked at it that way like, you know, because you're a kid, right? Yeah, but obviously kid, as an adult, you're like, I could... Oh, yeah, now I would, we I walk would, into yeah. places and we're like, oh, they should do this. They should do yeah. this. Yeah. Like, I could yeah. run this place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I can't stand... So like I, I worked in the retail store here. And so like I'm guessing you guys had a similar experience on like the restaurant business. But working in retail is like, if I'm, if, like, I'm a customer... And then you're putting like product away and I'm standing like, no, like customer has to come first. Mm -hmm. Like don't yeah. do, or like somebody's like mopping the floor at like a Wendy's when you're waiting to get service. It's like, what do you, like, yeah, I would have this place, first, yeah. I would be doubling their money. Yep. People will be out the, out the door for these baked potatoes. Yeah. And if you, like, it's all <laughs> yeah. about, it's all about service, which I'm sure you guys got a ton of in the restaurant industry. Oh yeah, for sure. And for me, I don't know personally, I don't know about you guys, but um, something happened between COVID where before COVID we had great employees. And then after that, finding the good employees is very yeah. tough. But the yeah. ones we did find, Think you know, of, yeah. kept them. Yeah, I think a lot of people just realize, like, oh, you know, we went through this horrifying, you know, horrible thing. So I'm going to, in my opinion, I think people look at things a little differently where they're not going to, like, bust their ass too much anymore because they're going to, like, live life. That's what I, that's what I get from it. But at the same time, you're fortunate enough to have a job. So, but this is where people yeah. like us take advantage when, like, well, when, when everyone should. else is lazy. It's like, all right, I'll, yeah. But I think, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll go do it. But and also, then, I yeah, I, I know a handful of people who've gotten laid off since COVID, and it's like, man, you knock on wood that you have a job now. You know, yeah. so yeah. Um, but before we wrap up, I do want to talk about your guys' brand. Well, that, yeah, that's well, that's why um, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I know the Albanian history. history. The audience, but yeah, yeah I want I want it because I know it's it's no, no, uh, Albanian. No, that's, it's completely fine. So, uh, yeah, please talk about. Um, I don't want to butcher it because you know, Besa. There you go. Yeah, right. Besa. Yeah. Um, the history of it, how how the concept, you know, from concept to completion, how how you know how did it happen? Um, you know, what was the initiative for it, and like why why is it an important blend to you guys to you three? Yeah. Okay. So um, we found out we kind of wanted to start our own cigar. Uh, we're sitting. Uh, we were actually sitting in Corona cigars, uh, just talking, you know, 
And we were actually just arguing about Albanian history, you know, about as uh, one does. Serbia, yeah, you know, Serbia invading Kosovo and, uh, you know, just the history of uh, Skenderbeg, um, the history of just how much history is in that Eastern Bloc area right. that a lot of people don't know. So um, we were talking about that. Then we we're talking about we're smoking all these cigars and we're like, man, you know, it'd be cool to put a cigar with that history right. like together, you know. So then then we started, you know, taking it kind of seriously getting the name together so besa uh translated from albanian to english is like an oath and honor to your country to your people to your family to everything right um so we came up with that name and because we kind of see that same loyalty in the cigar community mm. right mm-hmm. people who smoke cigars they're loyal to their friends they're loyal to their family they're you know they want to a brand to yeah. a brand yeah. yeah you know so we saw that together and we're like this would be a great idea to piece it together and uh the guy in the front of the label he's a uh uh skenderbeg right so in the bronx there's actually uh george uh castriotti way a skenderbeg way it, it's this guy right just because he's such a big idol in the albanian community and uh, he saved the Albanians from the Ottoman Empire. So he actually led the fight against the Ottoman Empire and, you know, pushed back against them. It was, we were able to keep our culture, able to keep our religion, able to keep, you know, everything that we hold dear to our heart to this day. Uh, so this so, is like full homage to oh, yeah. the her- your heritage. and Yeah, and we nice. have, you know, uh, I think on the box we have like a little information sheet uh, that, you know, it goes through all the history. Um, and then the... The saying on the front, uh, Batu Krai, is the saying that they said when uh, Serbia was finally kicked out of Kosovo after they invaded. So they're like, it, it means like, brother, it's over. Uncle, it's over. Uh, so, you know, like the war is over. We're, you know. We're, nice. Yeah. You know, we're That's all awesome. family again. That's it. You know. Um, what so, did your guys' parents think of this? Oh, they loved it. I mean, every. Did uh, they cry? Like, I'm not trying to sound silly. Did they cry? Because I feel like it is such like a, an honor to your, you know, your your heritage so like they must have been proud yeah you know, right they, like they definitely are proud of us i mean you know they were up here too for the wedding and we told them we're staying extra because we had you know this and we got to showcase it a little bit and you know they see the stuff that we're going the shops that we're going into yeah. and they're like wow this is amazing mm-hmm. yeah you know i mean uh, like we just got into a shop in michigan and michigan has a lot of well in detroit and uh detroit has a, a lot of you know albanians michigan all over and um it's kind of like new york the bronx yeah. area whatever yep um and like they're loving it over there mm-hmm. just because they get to take it home they just want to buy a box to hold the box just to show people yeah you know and then they smoke them and then they're like oh shoot these are good these too are good. Yeah. you know <laughs> let me, let me buy like, another box like, you know you you have a really good cigar here which is like I, I mean i love a good story i love you know especially something that ties in personally but at the end of the day like you have a great cigar here as well. It's smoke. I mean, you saw that the ash, that ash yeah. on there was yeah. fantastic. No, like home, almost no. The only reason I ash it is because I didn't want to get it on my nice Eagles sweatshirt that cost <laughs> me way too much money at a concert. But uh, the cigar is is really really good. Yeah, thank you. I mean, we really appreciate that. When yeah. we were uh, going through blends, um, you know, we had we worked with the master blender. Uh, you know, and they're made in Dominican Republic, um, and the. Uh, the master blender he sent us, we told him what we wanted, right? We told him a flavor profile we wanted. And he sent us f- uh, four different blends, right? Same size? Uh, all the yeah. same size, you know. Uh, he sent us four different blends, and we actually, we numbered them. So one through four, and we split them up. We, we each smoked two of them. Uh, and then we're like, we're going to find out which one's the best or the worst. And we wanted to focus on construction, on smoke output, and then, of course, flavor, yeah. right? 
But construction, if you could have, uh, in my opinion, you could have a great constructed cigar with an okay flavor, and someone will love that cigar more than a terribly constructed cigar with a great flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Um, so we tried to put all that together, and of course, it took a little while. Uh, some two of them were, you know, terrible. They were flaking all over the place. I was wearing a suit in one, and it got all over yeah. my suit. And I'm like, I'm pissed right now. I can imagine how a customer would be when they smoke it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, and then we finally, we all tasted this one. We all, right off the bat, we agreed on this blend. Um, and then we're like, you know what? Let's bite the bullet. Let's order a few thousand of them. Let's see, you know, let's design the label. Alex and uh, Mark designed the label. Uh, and then, you know, I guess they say the rest is history. You yeah, know, and then literally. Now we, have, now we have two sizes. We have our Toro and then our Robusto. Or, you know, we like to call it a Rothschild because it's, yeah. you know, it's actually a true Rothschild. This guy, I mean, he, would, he terrified the Ottomans. Like, <laughs> look at that face. I'm like, if I was an Ottoman, I'm out of there. This whole I'm concept like, is reminding me of a foundation. Oh, yeah. It's very, fa- does, it's very found, foundation. Yeah, we've had a few people say that. Yeah. yeah. You know, not, and, uh, it, uh, it's not a disrespect or anything I no, think yeah. it's great to be calm but because of the history you're not just like yeah. slapping a barbie logo on it because the movie just came out and, <laughs> and yeah, making yeah, yeah. A, you know making a cigar that yeah, way you know? yeah. there's actually meaning behind it which i love you know i love well and that's why when, when we had uh cast in 1910 on our podcast uh i loved it because he did the same thing with uh like mexican history he paired his cigars with tequila he uh you know the the boxes are you know um to the best he could do based on the flag. Based on know? the flag. Yeah. You know, I guess they have a lot of legal stuff you can't use, uh, like, like the, color, same colors, the same colors on the flag in Mexico. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They protect that stuff a lot versus, you know, in like America, you could put an American flag on anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah, the, uh, boxers, uh, shorts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing them right now. <laughs> and the blend, too. We'll talk about the blend. So it's an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, uh, Ecuadorian Sumatra binder with a Nicaraguan and Dominican filler. I'm definitely getting like from that Sumatra, like that little bit of coffee, mm-hmm. like richness that I really like. the The wrapper looks stunning. I wonder yeah. where I wonder where your manufacturer got the wrapper from, because like that's a real, really like I see like a few guys who have like this kind of flawless wrapper style, like AJ. Like if you ever had like like one of the, like the Ramones, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the most perfect wrapper I've ever seen. Mil Dias is the same way. Just this, like, no seams, no, like, smooth to the touch. This has a really, really nice-looking wrapper, which I think for for getting into a retail store, it's a really important aspect. Mm-hmm. The wrapper yeah. has to, I mean, generally it always has to look good, but if you're trying to do single sales at a retail store, and especially if you're a smaller brand, like, it's really important that the cigar has to look really good. So I think you guys absolutely nailed it. Yeah, yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I appreciate you guys coming on. Um, I don't know if you guys had any final words or thoughts or anything like that. Um, we do appreciate you sharing your cigar with us. It tastes tastes great. No, we just appreciate you for bringing us on. It's been fun. You know, I'm looking forward to hanging out with you guys. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, this is this has been awesome, and I'm really happy Chris put this together and like, kind of started in, ingraining us a little bit more with the like the the cigar like i said the media Medium. the media yeah. community well i also uh i would call it like independent media because like you have yeah. your you have your uh Half like your, your fox news is oh, yeah, like yeah. cnn yeah. kind of thing which is like cigar fish yeah, yeah. but we we look at ourselves as more of like independent media as, as yeah. much as we can be being tied to like a big retailer so we we it's good that we get to like hang out and like discuss this kind of stuff with uh, with guys like you, so thank you really so much oh, for yeah. uh, for coming. I actually in. have um, some gifts for you guys too before we oh. wrap it up. 
You yeah. don't have to do anything. Yeah. The cigar is yeah. enough. The cigar in your company is enough. And whoever brought the donuts, was this you? Yeah. It was Adele. Listen, donuts are good. Albanian cigar is good, right? You know, it's fantastic. Um, so I just brought uh, a couple cigars I think you guys would enjoy. So I have the um, Crystal Ball by Tatuaje. Oh. This is from 2018. Holy this is for you. And I've got uh, something I, I know you like. I just, and then- <laughs> I just did the episode last week. That's awesome. I know, awesome. I know that you uh, you got your first one recently, so I figured, hey, you'd want another one. That's so That's awesome. That's so that means sick. they actually listen to us. Like That's I great. Said, <laughs> no, okay, we appreciate it, guys. guys. Yeah. That's so nice. And then I also got, this is Raki. So this is a bottle that we got <laughs> a little leftover from the wedding. I thought you guys might want to try it, you know. Ooh, that's so, awesome. so the thing about Raki is once the bottle's on the table, we have to finish it. So, so uh, okay. we're going to open the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't do this on a Saturday? <laughs> Monday morning. Monday morning. Oh, it's going to be a rough week. Yeah, like, I don't know if I'm going to come in tomorrow. No, you can have it while you guys are editing the show. So. There we that's, go. That's all. I mean, I, I'm sure you he know. needs, with all the edits he has to do on me, I'm sure he needs something it. out to yeah. Yeah. Okay. He'll, he'll die. All, all, the, all the times he has to I'll cut something like I say out, he's just going to be passed out. Uh, well, Steve's going to be trying to wake him up. <laughs> uh, but the guy, that's awesome, guys. We're going to we'll, we'll we'll let you. We're going to give you. We got some stuff for you guys in the uh, in the humidor. <laughs> exactly. Some stuff I actually really uh, would like your opinion on as well. Sure, I appreciate. So, it, yeah. um, thank you so much for uh, for joining us. Give give one last plug. How can guys can can find you? You know, Spotify yeah, of course. So our podcast, you can go to cigarguyspodcast.com. Everything's on there. Our YouTube and everything like that. And then the cigar is on basiscigar.com. You can find us there. All our stuff is linked together, so you can find whatever you want on our website. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys very much. You got yeah, thanks for having us. No, yeah, no, no problem. Ple- pleasure was all ours, guys. This was really awesome. So thank you so much. Guys, thank you very much for, uh, for watching. Make sure to comment, like, and subscribe. Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, uh, YouTube, uh, and obviously Spotify and Apple Podcasts for all your podcast needs. And as always, keep it lit.